Hey, Lulu here. Whether we are romping through science, music, politics, technology, or feelings, we seek to leave you seeing the world anew. Radiolab adventures right on the edge of what we think we know, wherever you get podcasts. He's been gone, well, be 18 years in March. He would always have a smile on his face, just like everything was great. And you know, he was just dying inside. It just seems like something's got to go wrong. He's going to walk back out that door with us tomorrow, and we are going to be staying. This Hopefully, a big part of his life ahead of him. It is going to be a ride. This has been so long. I keep waiting for him to come get me. This week, we've already tasted the first few hours of freedom for Aaron Glasscock, set free after nearly 20 years in federal prison. We've heard his family's emotional anticipation of getting Aaron back, and you can check out the first two chapters of our story at thetakeaway.org slash lifeafterprison. Now, Chapter 3, The Release. Will the bonds of 18 years behind bars simply slip away? Takeaway producer Dana Roberson takes us there. Aaron Glasscock is in the back seat, sitting snugly between his mother Pigeon and close family friend Eddie. As the family car pulls away from the Manchester Federal Correctional Institution, 18 years are in the rearview mirror. There is no map for where Aaron is headed. Still a little nervous there. It's just been so long. I keep waiting for him to come get me. <laughs> Hold up, we made a mistake. You gotta go back. No, I don't want to go back. <laughs> but Aaron has to get to a real place, a halfway house in Louisville, Kentucky. It's about 170 miles away, and there's a deadline. What they say? You have to be there when? 12.30. I've got to be there at 12.30. Gives the phone number. says if we get any traffic or anything like that. I got that already. Yeah. Can I leave my phone over there, Pigeon? Eddie mentions his misplaced phone. Aaron stops thinking about his misplaced life. <laughs> I see what that looks like. There are new gadgets to learn about. That's, uh, I didn't quite have those things whenever I was out. The most popular phone when he went to prison in 1999 was not a smartphone. Well, they didn't have cameras on them. They didn't have anything. And this is the selfie. <laughs> oh, boy. Hey. What is that? That tells you you mess- got a message. You're going to be hearing it a lot on the way. It's going to go. It's been doing it all morning up here. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. <laughs> There's a ringtone. Oh, there's a ringtone. <laughs> we can uh, put a ringtone on yours. Hold on. It's like, free at last, free at last. It's like, God, I'm out here. That'd be a good one. Aaron is adjusting to freedom all around him. As he stares through the window of the SUV, he can feel that this isn't a prison bus. It's, it's feeling pretty good. I'm still a little nervous. Just, just riding in a vehicle like this is... A little queasy on my stomach. As his stomach settles, Aaron begins to talk about the future stretching out before him. It starts as a simple to-do list. My one list is things that I need to do, you know, like get my license, um, 
You know, I've got a lot of the other stuff already. Get a phone, get a job. You know, just small things that I need to get done. And then the other list are things for me to watch out for. You know, uh, don't rush into to relationships. Don't don't rush into uh, a permanent job just because you know you need a job. Don't rush into you know social situations or whatever. Um, like I said, most of them are just you know about taking your time. And there's other things to watch out for. You know, being in crowds. If I'm not comfortable there, to distance myself enough from it, or not put myself in the situation to be in the middle of a crowd. You know, just things like that that. I just want to make myself and keep myself aware of so that I don't fall victim to anything of that nature. Aaron has what a lot of departing inmates don't. He's educated, a semester shy of graduating college. He has the devotion and support of his family, and he is motivated. I feel good about, you know, the chance of getting any job as far as, you know, a regular job, but, you know, ultimately I want to get something I can make a career out of and move up into a company and stuff like that just I mean I don't have a lot of uh, certificates or certifications or whatever you know but I've got 11 years experience in, in production and manufacturing and customer service data processing data analyst I've done a little bit of it all I mean, I've got the experience just getting someone to you know to bet on me enough to give me the opportunity to, to use it and show them what I can do you know, I'm only a semester from a degree. I got like a semester and I got BS in biology. His optimism is guarded. Aaron knows his identity as an inmate is not invisible. I think that uh, I'll be looked at differently just because I do have a criminal history that people are going to look at you differently. I mean, it's, you see it all the time. It's always there, it seems like. They talk about it as soon as you, you know, you've done your time, but it, it follows you for the rest of your life. The administration in Kentucky, they, they're doing the ban the box for state jobs now because, I mean, you know, a lot of your employers, you know, they, they have the, a box there. If you've got a felon, then they just basically, oh, he's got that, and they just toss you to the side without even glancing a second time at it. Whereas, you know, a lot of these ones that you're throwing aside would probably be one of the best workers you've ever had because you give them a shot, they're going to be super loyal to you and they're going to work hard. But uh, just getting them to give you that shot is, is huge. According to Bureau of Justice Statistics, there were more than one and a half million state and federal prisoners incarcerated in 2014. 636,000 were released in the same year. And while sentencing reform has increased the numbers of inmates released from prison, Employers and communities are still working through how to integrate them into society. America has 4% of the population and 25% of the incarcerated population. So, you know, what, one in five, one in ten people have someone or has been themselves or know someone that's been in prison or on probation. So, I think, you know, with that, you almost have to have a change. Tomorrow, we make one last stop on Aaron's journey as he meets up with family outside the halfway house where he will begin his transition back into reality. Okay, I have one question. Uh-oh, yes. one question. Do you know how to dab? <laughs> All right, <laughs> whip and nay-nay. Okay, so this is how you whip. Whip. Like a punch. You gotta know these. Nay-nay. Nay-nay. 
For The Takeaway, I'm Dana Roberson. Support for The Takeaway comes from the Henry Luce Foundation for increased understanding of East and Southeast Asia. The Takeaway's resilience reporting is supported by the Rockefeller Foundation. For more, go to rockfound.org.